Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked Working Professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide, toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email X-Zone at xzoneradiotv.com on MSN Messenger. TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour is Mona Magic. She is in the United Kingdom. We're talking to Mona via Skype. Her website, www.monamagic.com. Now, I don't proclaim to be a psychic. I, I, I am no psychic, believe me. But I'm going to make a psychic prediction right here and now that in the next little while, the name and face of Mona Magic is going to be throughout the world of the paranormal, parapsychology, new age, because this lady has got it all together and she has experience. She has interviewed people from all of the realms that we cover here in the X-Zone. So why don't I just bring her in? Uh, Mona Magic, welcome to the X-Zone. Hello, Rob. How are you doing? I'm doing Thank fine. You Thanks very much for joining us. It's let's see, it's uh, there's about a six hour difference between here and where you are in the United Kingdom. 
And um, I was just wondering if you could tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and where your interest in the paranormal comes from. Sure. Um, well, a little bit about myself. It goes a little about beyond just um, what I do because I was born into uh, what I do. I'm the seventh generation of um, cultists or let's mm-hmm. say spiritualists. And um, I have, um, let's just say, it, it comes from uh, across the globe, um, from Asia, um, Africa to the Americas, and um, you know throughout Europe. And all that collective knowledge within the spirituality and the occult mm-hmm. has been handed down to me. And I've just taken it and um, just gone with it. And from there, I've uh, echoed, um, given lectures across uh, America, Canada, Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. And uh, here I am today. Um, I thought to pretty much bring all this stuff forward and reinterpret it to people because of the division that I saw, the ignorance, as well as the, let's just say, the the non-acceptance amongst everyone to just bring it to the forefront. So my mission is to bring spirituality and the occult to the forefront as it is mainstream, as people accept religion and everything else that goes, um, you know, in in, in the everyday Mm -hmm. life. So people aren't ostracized, um, people aren't ridiculed, and uh, it's pretty much accepted like anything else. Mona, do you find out that more and more people are opening their hearts and opening their minds to what at one time was considered to be taboo? Definitely, because people are going to see the movies, people Mm -hmm. enjoy the movies. It's not about a typical scare, it's not about, you know, a supernatural or paranormal activity type of thing. It's more or less something that people are resonating with because traditional and um, what has been handed down to them may not work, uh, has proven, you know, um, to a degree of something that has manifested in their lives, and uh, they're seeking to uh, have their own self-empowerment. So definitely, yes. All right, Mona, stand by. I have to take a first commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Exonation Mona Magic is my very special guest this hour, right from the United Kingdom. Via Skype, her website is www.monamagic.com. That's M-O-N-A-M-A-G-I-C-K dot com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Simul TV, and Independent affiliates and networks right around the world. Mona Magic will be my guest this hour here in the X-Zone. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Tell you about the magic and the free of soul But it's like trying to tell a stranger about a rock and roll 
Welcome back, everyone. Mona Magic is my special guest for this hour, www.monamagic.com. You can find Mona on Facebook at Mona Magic. You can find her on Twitter, Mona Magic, and on LinkedIn at Mona Magic. It's that simple. Uh, Mona, what is the difference between, or how would you explain the difference to people who are not in the know between the occult and spirituality? Well, you've got people who are really into commercial um, um, spirituality, mm-hmm. uh, people who, well, that's a hard question, I would say, but I'm, I'm going to explain it. First of all, the occult is not a hidden, it's a secret, as you know, but the occult is actually, the word itself has actually migrated into a different meaning, because the occult typically is anything outside of the major religions, anything mm-hmm. outside of the major, let's say, the governmental structure of, of control. And um, I would say that even, you know, well, astrology is the occult. And we've gotten to a point where the occult is something that deals with really jumping over that, that fine line of uh, other realms and, and really putting yourself in the mix of um, interacting with the elements, with the spirits, everything around to actually uh, making that connection work rather than just learning about it. So the occult, um, let's just say, spirit, the, the occult interaction is more so putting yourself into it, whereas spirituality is, I would say, more or less like believing and uh, keeping at bay and, and, and really just taking in um, the, the sense of, uh, let's just say, the ambiance of um, that connection. Many people see the occult as a negative. They think that uh, the, you know, uh, when you think of the, um, the, the scary, the demonic, the witches, cauldrons, uh, and, and all, the, all the negative stuff that you see on TV and in the movies, yeah. how, how real and how different is the real occult from the Hollywood occult? Well, I would actually say that the, if you need to make money, you have to make things imaginative. You know, <laughs> it has to be imaginative. Right. So I would say that um, it's very real in, in the sense of, yeah, if you want to make it scary, you have to fake it. You've got to, you know, you've got the sex, sex bill. Mm-hmm. Then everyone is having an orgasm. And you know that doesn't happen true. Every sex act, so, you know. It, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, whoa. What, do, what do you mean this, it doesn't happen? Well, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm saying for the most part of the conversation. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that um, in order to get money coming through, you've got to make it superficial. Uh-huh. And with the occult, I would have to say that, yes, it is dangerous for the fact that you are venturing into areas that may not be compatible to your, let's say, carnal self and yeah. your uh, your your, your uh, psychological, um, uh, let's say, well-being to the point mm-hmm. that you may not be able to accept um, what you receive, what you what you learn, just as much as you would not be able to um, go on a roller coaster, and you probably would have a heart attack or not have a heart attack. It depends on your physical well-being, your mental well-being. So it it really is based upon the individual, but typically the occult is based. You know, it's, it's considered negative because it's the lack of control, and the occult actually gives you knowledge that you can utilize, use, embrace, 
uh, within your own self to empower yourself to really get yourself aligned to the mysteries, the elements, spirits, and the abilities to uh, exert, you know, what um, your true um, abilities can possibly be. What is the origin of the occult? Where did it start? I would say that, honestly, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that I will say that I was not around the times of BC, so I mm-hmm. don't know. <laughs> I would say that I was not way back there in the Egyptian times, in the Greek times, so in the Alexandrian times, and, you know, when they actually burned the books, you know, um, as they say. Um, so I don't know. I do know this that the word itself is uh, derived from, you know, the Latin occultus, or occultus, I believe the word is. And um, bottom line is that it just means sacred, and it means hidden. It's the knowledge that if you were trying to govern and and establish a government back in, um, you know, the Lee days, you pretty much didn't want people to really know anything more than you did. Mm-hmm. So uh, it has to be regarded as something sacred and secret and uh, forbidden. So can, would it be fair to say that in some respects, Mona, that the occult is a secret society? I would say no. Because okay. the thing is, is that you know, they have, a, especially with the Illuminati, mm-hmm. the Illuminati is, to me personally, a viral. It might as well just be a YouTube viral because honestly, um, the bottom line is that, you know, no one man, um, and I'm not calling that to gender, by sure. the way, but no one human actually has the power or organization has the power to really orchestrate something so innovative, whereas that, you know, they can control everyone. It's about really, uh, um, it, it's, it's really about, um, Everyone seeking that empowerment. Everyone wants to have power. Um, it amazes me how people complain about government, and there's more people out there than there is government that get these people control. Uh, people are either followers or the leaders. Yeah. Um, they're innovators, uh, or they are people who sit back and wait for invention to to be. You know, you've got people who park your car, mm-hmm. and you've got people who drive the car to get them parked. So, you know, a waiter or people who, you know, sit there to eat. So uh, everyone has this place, Mm -hmm. and some people wonder, why am I here, or why am I actually serving someone? I said, well, because that's where you are. So if you want to put yourself someplace, you put yourself in power, and um, to me, that's no secret society. It's basically where you resonate and you... Uh, hold true to, and you should, and you very well should. You know, it, it's amazing because I don't know how many times we've had uh, conversations with people about the political situation in the United States, and everybody complains. and And it says, it says to me that they really don't want to be part of the solution because they have the power; they can make the change. It's we, Definitely. the people, and instead of Definitely. instead of just being a quarter. Uh, armchair quarterbacks when it comes to the political arena, get out there and do something about it. If you're not happy about the way a certain member of your town council or your mayor, or your prime minister, you've got the same ability to run into politics and make the changes, get people behind you to make the changes. I think that society in a lot of ways, Mona, is very lazy. 
Well, it's also afraid. It's also fear. And fear is a factor that many people reign over, and mm-hmm. they basically hold people uh, hostage, uh, if you will. And uh, that is something that will always play a huge factor in um, putting people, you know, in, in, in their place. You know, if you have people surging forward, you, you've got death, you've got threats, mm-hmm. you've got um, uncertainty, and you have, um, above all, fear. And people don't want that. For the little ones, for the loved ones, for their well-being, for their safety, for uh, their security, all the things that humans actually regard as something sacred to be safe in life. So with the occult, it gives you the ability to use your mind inside out. In other words, use your inner being to actually implement that through, hopefully, your intellect. And that is the only problem with um, many occultists today is that um, they're considered wackos, um, degenerates, idiots, and um, pretty much just, you know, lunatics because they have the empowerment with the spirituality they have the empowerment with whatever, you know, um, uh, sixth or seventh or beyond sense. However, they don't use it to the intellect into today's civilization and society. If that was combined, you'd have a powerful mm-hmm. person. And that exactly is what I want to actually uh, search for, the implementation of all of this, having a synergy within itself to really search super-powered person, or let's just say society, and just show people that it's not a problem to combine your spirituality, your, you know, if that comes from the occult, if it comes from, uh, uh, you know, your, your quote-unquote uh, psychic powers right. or uh, intellect, as long as it empowers the proper sense of who you should be as a person. It's almost as if the occult can be parallel to an, uh, a religious philosophy. Well, you could say that. I mean, you, you, you look at uh, something like, you know, Star Wars, which is, you know, the Force. I mean, you've got lots of, you know, I, 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 uh, look, at, um, I look at all elements of, uh, let's just say, society. You look at, you know, people, the medical industry, you know, finance, you look at... Uh, spirituality, you know, you look at the occult, and if you take away money, or let's just say, the need for power, control, and you give to people the power, there should not be a a situation whereby a person, um, a couple has a child, and they have to worry about finances. Having a life should not beget the worries of finances and having to really grunt for life. You've got you know, animals that just basically get food and they want food. That's mm-hmm. their basic. That's nature. Nature is not the mechanics of having to go for your taxes and then have to stand in line to get service because someone needs to really help you to get bandaged up. So it's it's more or less not so much a um, uh, an occult aspect of what I'm trying to promote or what I you know uh, sure. work to promote all the time. It's about, um, let's just say, an acknowledgement and an awareness that the occult spirituality 
intellect, knowledge, all can be combined. It really should just be broken down to just a very... Mona, you and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour, dear. We'll be right back. I love your passion. Mona Magic is my guest, monamagic.com. I'm Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. We'll be back after the news. Don't go away. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Splenza, and you're listening to my dad, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show. Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked working professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. The X Zone with Rob McConnell. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. Mona Magic is my special guest for this hour, www.monamagic.com. And you can find Mona on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest. She's got a great number of videos on YouTube. And uh, the name again is M-O-N-A-M-A-G-I-C-K. That's Mona Magic. Her website, fascinating website. You can spend hours there. So go there, be prepared to learn, be prepared to be amazed. That's at www.monamagic.com. Mona, one of the questions that, that always come up whenever we have somebody who talks about the occult is, is there a difference between, or what is the difference between, a Satanist and a cultist? Well, number one, a cult is anything, well, pretty much it's the hidden signs is basically anything outside of these uh, four or let's say the major religions. And if you um, if you think about the hierarchy of um, what everything is, religion basically comes from the thought process of a human person, a person actually leading a particular sect. 
mm-hmm. um, namely that sect of religion. So you've got Islam, you've got Christianity, you've got Judaism, you've got, um, you know, whatever, you've got Buddhism, whatever. Basically, uh, there is a hierarchy pyramid point of some type of human. Um, however, with Buddhism, um, it's a state of being, um, if you will. So um, I, I may slightly discount that. And with occultism, it's more or less the knowledge of setting of the um, arcane and esoteric arts that people engage in to uh, dealt, uh, dwell within the realm of the higher planes mm-hmm. that aren't there, that you cannot see, that you cannot tangibly feel. So with spirituality, it's about basically belief and with the religion, it's, it's basically about a person with um, the satanic arts, basically. I would have to say that with Satanism today, there has been a huge division between the true Satanism of, let's just say, the pre-Christianity uh, origins as to the uh, theosis type of um, Christ, uh, uh, Satanist today. Many Satanists that I have... Um, uh, interviewed. I've interviewed the Church of Satan. Um, I've interviewed um, the Brotherhood of Satan. I've interviewed lots of Satanists um, out there, and um, many are way off from the actual Satanism that has derived from the pre-Christianity ways, and they regard as more of a uh, let's just say dedication in a different way as a as a as a uh, philosophy as a a realm of religion almost if you will or let's just say path um, and these days the occultism has gone through and and skipped religion and gone through path and mm-hmm. path and path are more or less um, not so much religion but ways of thinking collectively that people agree upon but that is not governed by rules Is it fair to say then that Satanists or Satanism, the negative connotation of it is is not as true as it just being another belief scenario? Well, you have to understand that um, there are many people out there, I'm Mm -hmm. not a Satanist, there are many people out there who uh, practice Satanism and Luciferianism. Can I get that one right? Um, or the name right, I should say. And um, it is basically a philosophy um, of pre-Christianity. You have many Satanists who are pre-Christian oriented, and many Satanists who are Satanists who believe in the philosophy, or let's just say the religion or the path that have no clue as to what Satanism is, um, and that do it because they despise Christianity. Right. It's sort of like a, a divorce of, you know, I hate my wife type of thing, so, or I hate my husband, so <laughs> I hate Christianity, and therefore I'm a Satanist. And, and that's what many Satanists do. Um, not all of them, and some of them are true to form, but there aren't many who are. So I would have to say that, for all Satanists, it's very divide, the, divided, just as there are uh, Christians, because I find in many Christians, there are very few that I can count on both hands that I have met of Christians 
that are true to Christian, or let's say Christ-like behavior, or Christ-like life in, 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 in practice. Most of them are bigots, and most of them basically will basically stab and kill you if you don't walk their way. So mm -hmm. I would have to say that uh, with Satanists, um, there is a divide of ignorance of people who don't know, quote-unquote, what the hell Satanism is, but they figure it's Satan, so why not follow? Um, so I would say that, honestly, um, true Satanism is hard to find in its authenticity these days because of the ignorance of what people uh, feel uh, what Satanism is, and that is also been tainted by Hollywood and, and what the media puts out. Exonation Nation, Mona Magic is our guest this hour, www.monamagic.com. Mona, what is, the, what is your opinion on why so many people are now showing such great interest in vampires? Like, the TV has many shows, kids are going to, uh, to vampire parties. What's going on? Well, aren't you? No, no, I, I'm, I kind of lead a sheltered <laughs> life over here. <laughs> well, I am just kidding. Um, well, I, I have to say that it's quite sexy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, it's, it's one of those things of um, taboo. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you want to cross the street to taboo. You want to, it's, it's fantasy. It's something that people feel that they cannot touch and that it's, it's safe. With Satanism, you know it's too close to the real of possibility of people ridiculing you. But if you go into something like vampirism, you, you figure, oh, people won't, you know, people think it's a fad and they won't, they won't kick you to the street and stab you. You won't get put out of school. You won't, you know, the worst won't happen to you. Um, there's a lot to the, the aspect of immortality. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to the aspect of blood. And these things resonate with people. And I have to say humans all the time because we're talking about the carnal aspects of what people desire and what people want. People want power. People want to be invincible. People want to be... People want to have immortality, and these are the aspects that um, are labeled with the vampires that are out there. So people want to be vampires, you know? Yeah. Uh, push up the shop, you bring something else out there, their people will want to be that. People want to be invincible, but they don't realize the repercussions behind immortality, meaning that the longer you live, the more suffering you have because you lose people who you love. So if you want to live long, then you should actually increase any type of emotion so you don't care when people die. You don't care when you hurt. You can keep on living. Um, and also, too, there's a matter of use and making sure that you're always useful and beautiful. Um, that's another thing with that part. And so all of those elements give you that longevity of that recording stuff on pause. What is your opinion on reincarnation? Because a lot of people today go to see hypnotists for past life regression. What's your, what, is, what is your honest opinion on it? Well, unless you can go back to the past, I'd say skip it and go forward. That's my opinion. Okay. You've, met, you've interviewed many people, Mona. Who, in your opinion, has been the most 
interesting and yet challenging interview you've done? Well, you know what? It's a collective um, cluster of the challenging ones because I have been through the loop to reading books in, within two days to uh, being able to interview people to setting aside my own inhibitions and 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 and, and prejudices yeah. and 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 to the point of uh, really opening up my my avenues to not having any any opinion whatsoever and then reinterpreting it back to the audience as a as a global opinion. So I have to say that everyone is challenging because with everyone that I have found easy. I have to also think of the people who may have the same um, problems with probably accepting most guests. So I have to put it, everyone in a light of, of acceptance. And so every single person has been a challenge. Understood. There have been some people who have thought to myself, you know, oh, goodness, you know, um, what am I going to do? I'm so nervous. Yeah. And I realized, you know, it was a piece of cake. And uh, it all gets, gears down to the rapport that um, I bring out of the interview. And, you know, it, it, so far so good. So far so good. Is the UFO phenomenon in the United Kingdom as, as prevalent as it was, let's say, 15 years ago? You know what? The funny thing about that is that you get a lot of um, excerpts in the various newspapers, you know, the free newspapers out here, the Metro um, newspaper, and, and so have you, about sightings. And it's no big deal. It's no big deal for a lot of things. I mean, I've been out here in the U.K. for about a good night, and well, close to nine years now, and um, there are lots of things I found very odd uh, from Vickers, which I'm not sure if they, you know, what they call them, uh, or how it's associated in the States, but mm-hmm. um, victors are pretty much like priests or something out here. Um, and um, they've told me some weird things about how tithing has been to the point where is that, you know, when I've talked about UFOs or I've seen UFOs, I've seen newspapers, it's no big deal. It's just, it happens, get over it, go on. Um, it's a very accepting situation to the point where is that it will happen, and I would have to say that, um, again, I have to say humans, and I don't want to sound like I'm some, and, and don't get this, this wrong, I'm not a reptilian or anything like that, I'm not a, a, I'm not a porter or alien, <laughs> I have to say, I have to make that clear, I don't have any shifting eyes or anything like that, um, I have to say that humans have a big ego, ego mm-hmm. thinking that um, they're the only intelligence. In fact, I think they're the only ignorant to some degree because they don't utilize their own intelligence to the capacity of which they can, thinking that they're the only, the, the only thing that's happening mm-hmm. out there. And thinking that, you know, if there's anything out there, that they should be able to see it. Well, maybe they don't have the technology. Maybe they aren't capable of inhabiting, inhibiting the energy around, you know, another, um, you know, uh, it, um, being around them because it would encompass, you know, their physical flesh and make it null or something. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, the bottom line is that humans um, have this ego that, that they feel that, you know, there should be a phenomenon that's the only thing that's not true. 
Do you think that the governments of the world are actually perpetrating a global cover-up? Um, well, I have to say that not everyone in government knows, mm -hmm. or, you know, well, let's just say this much. Not everyone in government knows everything, and the people who we know don't know everything. Um, I do believe that parts of the government do know certain aspects. And um, the bottom line is that it's about control. If you put the government in control of the first contact of extra, extra, you know, um, extra terrestrial mm -hmm. um, entities, UFOs, and things like that, then you have the first contact that people look up to you. Um, if you find the first thing, you know, it's so, sort of like in a movie. So you find the first, you know, skull or something, everybody sure. bows down to you or whatever. So I would say that there isn't so much of a cover-up as if they only want to be the only ones, if anything, who has anything to say. Because I was, I was just thinking, suppose I found a spaceship, you know? Suppose mm -hmm. I found this little thing. I would have the government at my door right now saying that I'm, I'm violating some type of air, whatever, you know? You know, they don't own the air. Now, this, the air does not belong to humans. So why would I be arrested? Why would I be quarantined or things like that? But that's exactly what the government wants to do. They want to control things so then they can control the people. And if they can't control, they consider it as a threat. All right, Mona, stand by. We've got to take our final break for this hour. Exxon Nation, Mona Magic is our guest this hour. www.monamagic.com My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Let's understand that she is a magic lady because my guest this hour is the one and only Mona Magic. Mona, I can't tell you what a great uh, pleasure it is having you here on the show with us tonight. I've talked to you many times off air, but it's about time our listeners got to know who you are. And like I said, Mona, I'm no psychic. I can't even tell when the, when the red light is going to turn green. That's how non-psychic I am. But I still say that within a short period of time, everyone who is interested in the, the world of the paranormal, the science of parapsychology, and all matters in between is going to know the name Mona Magic. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I should hope so, honestly, Rob, because I tell you, 
I've been actually all around the world, mm -hmm. and I have touched many people. And what I do mostly is educate people and yes. really try to break down the barriers, try to help people with whatever you mm -hmm. know they want to do. It's not that people have to give up their religion, give up their path, give up their beliefs. It's for people to really realize that they do have the power to make a difference in their own lives. They don't have to rely upon other people. They don't have to belong to anything. Mm -hmm. They just have to believe in themselves and know exactly how to make themselves you know, better than what they are. Yeah. Best. And because belief is the strongest power in the universe. It truly yes, is. Yes, it is. You know, Definitely. Mona, you've done a lot of great work with uh, organizations in the United States and around the world, for example. You've worked with the AIDS Foundation in the United States, Ju Juvenile Diabetes here in Canada, the NSPCC in England. You worked uh, with the Breast Cancer Association in yeah. Dubai, the NSPCC in Singapore, and the Fairy Godmother Foundation in Spain. You know, th that's remarkable. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's actually been really great just to work with everyone mm -hmm. around the world because everyone has needs and, um, it, you know, it, I get off on it. It just really, really charges me up, it makes me happy, and um, it, uh, it's, it's what I enjoy doing. It's what I enjoy doing. I'm not doing it just to mm -hmm. make a particular name for myself or to really, um, what to say, you know, fluff my wings or feathers, as, as they will, but, uh, or as they say. But uh, it's just something I just enjoy doing. Hey, well, we have to say so long for tonight, but uh, you're going to be back here in the X-Zone in the near future. That's another psychic prediction. Uh, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule, and I know it's kind of late over there right now. So until next time we meet here in the X-Zone, my friend, take care of yourself, keep up the great work, and it's always a pleasure talking to you. Likewise, Rob. Thanks for having me on. And, um, you know, my prediction is that you will have loads of great guests who will give out so much information that um, will get back to everyone to populate the um, demand on your show. So uh, good luck to you as well. Thanks very much, Mona. Exonation Mona Magic, www.monamagic.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exon continues from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away now. <laughs>